0: Are we officially concerned about Bears quarterback Justin Fields and what should you do with his dynasty stock moving forward? All that more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast.
1: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madju. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty football podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk, joined as always by my fantastic co-host, Marcus Mosier. You can give me a follow on Twitter at FFFallBlast. And of course, do not miss out on Marcus's tweets. Quality fire over there at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow, please, wherever you listen to your podcast, smash those five-star reviews, help others as long as they're not in your league, find the show uh, so we can keep churning out this awesome content. Check us out on YouTube, hit that little thumbs up, little button and subscribe. And uh, that's how we're going to win you a fantasy football championship league. Uh, Marcus, I have a hangover. Uh, and, and I didn't drink last night. So yeah,
0: it's, it's that bears, uh, Washington commander's offense, right? Just, yes, you.
1: just leaving like pangs of in my head. Like it, yeah. it, that was not a pretty sight. We are coming off of yet another abysmal primetime performance. I'm so sick of this primetime schedule. I there's no excuse for this matchup, Marcus. Like, I understand the Broncos, right? Like, we thought the Broncos were going to be good, nobody thought the Bears were going to be good, nobody thought the Commanders were going to be good. Mm -hmm. Like, at least give me Lions in prime time, Marcus. Like, at least we knew that was going to be good television. Like, and the Lions didn't have a, a, a game, but like, you couldn't have at least put one good team in this matchup. What were we doing?
0: Are you ready for uh, Bailey, Zappi, and Justin Fields next Monday night?
1: I still think that'll be a better game than this.
0: How about Skylar Thompson versus Kenny Pickett on Sunday night football?
1: I'll <laughs> be at
0: that game. <laughs> uh, all right, we've got a lot to talk about. Do we want to start with Washington or Chicago?
1: Oh, I because I'm actually
0: I... way worried about – more worried about Washington than I am Chicago.
1: I think that's totally fair. Let's start with Washington okay. then because we've got um, – I think – Plenty of takeaways. Uh, This organization in general is a disaster. uh,
0: Washington won this game, right? And Justin Fields played terribly. Carson Wentz was worse. Like, he was undeniably worse. 12 for 22. For 99 yards, he took three sacks in this game. Uh, We'll talk about Brian Robinson in a second, but, Kate, the leading receiver was Terry McLaurin, 3 for 41. Cole Turner, 2 for 23. Curtis Samuel, 2 for 6. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz is just tanking the, the dynasty stock of every receiver. Terry McLaurin does not have a, a – well, no, he does. He has one touchdown on the season. He has one game over 80 yards. I mean, this has gotten so bad for Washington. where there, Their pass offense is among the, the bottom three in the NFL right now.
1: If you're in a dynasty league, I seriously think you should consider going and picking up Taylor Heineke off your waivers uh, if you are in a super flex league because I do not think that time is, is long. No. It doesn't seem like this team is ready to move on to Sam Howell just yet. It sounds like like if they're going to make a change at quarterback, it's probably going to be Taylor Heineke. But I, I mean, right now, before they make that move, <laughs> go pick up Taylor Heineke because I don't think Carson Wentz is long in this she- offense
0: he has moments where he looks fine. Like the Titans game. He looked fine, right? Like they were able to put up some points against Detroit in week two. They were able to score some points, but kid, he has three games on the season where he's averaging under five yards per attempt. And he takes a bunch of sacks. What are we doing here?
1: I I'm not sure what they're doing here. And I mean, honestly, Marcus, like a lot of this, I think comes back to the disorganization of the entire Washington commanders front office. Like, uh, you can't tell me that the, the 8,000 word expose ESPN dropped uh, dropping the, the night that the Washington commanders are in prime time is a coincidence.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, like you can't tell me that like this whole team is just a disaster. Uh, we saw after the game, Ron Rivera had like a childish meltdown uh, about defending Carson Wentz and defending his decision on Carson Wentz, just after last week throwing him under the bus and saying quarterback is the only thing they're missing. Mm-hmm. Like from an organizational standpoint, I don't think this team is going to get or from a performance standpoint, I don't think any of these assets are going to be any better until they get their crap together yeah, as an organization.
0: It's, it, and it's thanks for, you know, Terry McLaurin who we know is a really good receiver. We should talk about Brian Robinson in this game because he, I mean, first of all, it's, his story is awesome. I'm so glad that he scored a touchdown last night. But, Kate, if it wasn't for the touchdown, it would have been a very mediocre day. 17 carries for 60 yards. The touchdown came uh, when the Bears fumbled a punt inside their own five-yard line. Brian Robinson punched it in. Didn't receive a single target in the passing game. So if you didn't watch this game and you're just waking up and you're checking your box scores in the morning, you're probably like, okay, great. 60 yards and a touchdown. We can rely on that week to week, but is that actually the case for Brian Robinson moving forward?
1: He's definitely not been efficient. And I would argue watching the game, Antonio Gibson looked better. Um,
0: just
1: like straight up. And again, that's not to say that, that Brian Robinson can't be the guy. It's not to say that, this organization isn't dead set on making Brian Robinson, the guy, regardless of that inefficiency. But I do think that like, until we really see Antonio Gibson forced out of that role. um, I mean, he was the one that, that got the targets had three, uh, three for 35. Mm -hmm. I I think until we see him. Yeah. They still have JD until we see some, like forceful push of Antonio Gibson out of this offense, it is going to be very, very difficult to start Brian Robinson on any given week because essentially you are banking on it. Absolutely.
0: It's just – it's such a tough situation now because the offensive line is not good. The the, the offense in general is not putting either running backs in great spots to score, right? Like if you're not going to target a running back, you can still – be successful like look at Damian Harris over the last couple of years right that's still somebody who is producing high-end RB2 numbers without really being involved in the passing game but that offense just got to the red zone more often it's just not happening for this commanders team so as much as I we hate to say it Brian Robinson's probably a little overvalued in dynasty and redraft leagues right now
1: yep let's flip this uh game on its head
0: Yes, because
1: I don't want to talk about the Washington Commanders anymore, Marcus. Uh, uh,
0: I neither, neither do I. So let's. I want to talk about the Bears, uh, Kate. But before we do that, we want to tell you guys about LinkedIn. As Kate mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we're entering fall. Uh, this can be a scary time for new potential hires because it can feel like such high stakes for your small businesses. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. All right, Kate, let's talk about this bears offense because, um, there were moments where they were actually moving the ball up and down the field. They just couldn't convert in the red zone. What's kind of your big-picture takeaway with this Bears offense?
1: The big-picture takeaway, and I, I'm i weirdly going to give, like, kudos to the commentary team there out on the field because uh, I think they captured this discussion really perfectly, is that this is an offense not meant for Justin Fields. Like, this is not um, – you know, I I've talked time and time again of like the admiration I have for the Ravens in taking their offense and building it around their quarterback and building it around their first round investment. This is not at all what the bears are trying to do. And it doesn't really feel like they care to make this an offense. That's going to be suitable for Justin Fields. We see on occasional plays like this, spark and we get these reminders of what made him such a special playmaker at Ohio state. But right now, like this offense is not conducive for him, but I mean, Marcus, you got to be thrilled with that, that rushing stat line over 80 rushing yards in this game and just look really good. Like on that breakaway run towards Mm -hmm. the end of the game, uh, was going to put this team into uh, potentially a position to score. It looked like he almost had the touchdown, um, but again, as a passer, I just don't think this offense is doing anything to help the development of Justin Fields, and that's scary.
0: Yeah. So their offensive coordinator, Luke Getze, comes from you know the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, that's that's who we work with. They're and very it different like, players. It, yeah. And it looks like a green Bay offense where it's a lot of routes where receivers are running way down the field against man-to-man coverage. Some guys are just turning and running, stopping. You're right. I don't know. If they need to go to like a full Greg Roman style of offense. Like the Ravens did early in his career. Cause I think fields is a better passer than that. I agree. But, but look what Nick Sirianni did with Jalen hurts in year one with him to just get him up to speed and give him some layup throws to get him comfortable I think what the the bears are doing basically neutering him and not letting him throw the ball at all early in these games is actually hurting him like, because they're limiting his opportunities to get into a rhythm. Kate, it's really hard to play quarterback. If it's five straight runs, a holding call on second down, and now you're in second and 16, go out there and make a play Justin Fields after not throwing the ball for 25 minutes. Like that's difficult. Your arm
1: is cold. Like- yeah. I mean,
0: it's, it's difficult. Now, he had some bad misses in this game. Like He had a touchdown. He just overthrew the tight end. But he also had some incredible throws. Like, the the last throw of the game to Darnell Mooney, if
1: Perfect. Mooney just
0: catches it clean, they win that game, right? It's – I'm I'm not out on Justin Fields. I am worried, though, that if they continue with this offense and with Luke Gutsy as the offensive coordinator, that it's just not going to happen anytime soon. Um, and that it may – one of these people are going to need a change of scenery. And I'm, I'm worried that the bears are going to give up on Justin Fields quicker than this coaching staff,
1: which like what a bizarre, uh, what
0: a bizarre, I think it's true, but the front office, the front office hired this coaching staff. They didn't draft Justin Fields.
1: I, I know. And I think that's such, such a shame, uh, in looking at the potential of Justin Fields. I think it's doing him such a disservice. Like, um you know this coaching staff it, it, again it literally feels like they want to be coaching Aaron Rodgers but yep. there's only one Aaron Rodgers and he's washed right now so i i don't know it, it's funny like they can move on from Justin Fields and that's fine but i just i still don't even know that they're going to find the answers but Marcus let's talk about Justin Fields from a dynasty perspective real quick because I mean, I don't know that there's anybody that's lost their dynasty stock as, as fast as Justin Fields, but I mean, like to their credit, it's not like he's putting, uh, he's being put in a successful position. Like, no, I mean, a change of scenery could be exactly what they need to unlock this guy. But I mean, what does that mean for his dynasty value?
0: So. I mean, you know that I've been high on Justin Fields. Um, There's, you know, I've had him ranked inside my top 10 at points over the last couple of years. Um, I can't get there right now because it's just, he's such an unknown. And while I am willing to be patient, this is the first time, like I'm really considering to shopping him around for other quarterbacks that are around in the same, you know, the range. I'm just, I'm nervous. Kay. I just, I I don't know when that full breakout is going to happen or if it even is going to happen in Chicago.
1: Okay, Marcus. Let's play a little game. Careful. Uh Justin Fields or Kenny Pickett? Fields. Okay. Justin Fields or Zach Wilson?
0: Fields. Rushing ability.
1: Just, Justin Fields or Trey Lance? Hmm. Oh. Lance. Whoo. Okay. Um. So you are pretty high on uh, – how about uh, Justin Fields or Matthew Stafford?
0: Lance or Fields. <laughs> well, flirted, I choose so. neither of yeah. those options. Yeah. No, nah, neither. Um, w- w- one other thing just from the bear side before we move on. Can we, can we let Khalil Herbert cook a little bit? Like it's just so obvious, Kate. Like – not taking away for anything from David Montgomery. I think he's a fine player. I think he's a good running back. Clint Herbert, I don't want to use the word special, but he might be really, really good.
1: I I do think he's special. I like uh, in his final season with Virginia Tech, like looked like an absolute stud muffin. Yeah. But Marcus, this is not a like every time he gets the opportunity, he looks like that same stud muffin we saw in college. I don't it's think not even time like a part-time thing.
0: It's not even like, hey, it's like the Tony Pollard thing where, hey, he gets eight touches a game and he looks really good. Like, when he starts, which has happened a bunch, he's been great. So I I, I don't get it. it.
1: As a reminder to our listeners, this is the final season on David Montgomery's contract. Yes. Go get Khalil Herbert right now or else you are grounded.
0: I – uh I saw what, piece- what,
1: what would you be willing to trade for Khalil Herbert? I'd, I'd send a second, yep. right?
0: Heartbreak. Yeah, I saw a piece from uh, Bill Barnwell at ESPN yesterday where he said he wouldn't be surprised if teams like the Ravens are sniffing around David Montgomery like by the trade deadline, right? Because the Bears, I doubt they're going to sign David Montgomery to a contract extension. But could the Ravens, who have a million comp picks every year, could they send a fifth-round pick for Montgomery, pair him with Dobbins, Or could the Chiefs do that? Right, they need an inside runner and then fully unlock Khalil Herbert. That's what you're looking for because if that happens, Kate, I mean, I don't want to get too ahead of our skis here, but I, I I would think about Herbert as a legitimate RB one for the rest of the season.
1: Uh, I absolutely agree. But like, guys, the the trade deadline, like that, need you need to make your trade before the actual NFL trade deadline, or else, like. The The price for Khalil Herbert, uh, if there there is movement on David Montgomery, it is going to be absolutely through the freaking yep. roof. And yep. you're not going to be able to afford him. But uh, that trade deadline, November 1st. So you've got about two weeks to go grab Khalil Herbert. And then that door snaps shut.
0: Um, also, I don't know if you saw in this game, but... Cole Komet caught kind a of pass. He's alive, apparently. <gasps> I didn't know. Uh,
1: I don't know if you saw. Dante Pettis is the stud yeah. we all thought he was going to be. So, uh, you know, Marcus, I, I don't know what to make of this offense. I really just kind of want to like go like this, unless your name's Khalil Herbert. Um,
0: it, here, here's the way, here's the best way to, to, to view this Bears offense. You're going to trust Darnell Mooney because he still gets, you know, he got 12 targets in this game. You're going to start David Montgomery as a what-the-heck flex basically every week. In two quarterback leagues, you're going to start Justin Fields, and you're hoping for more. But you're just not going to watch this game because if you watch it, your your opinions are going to shift wildly. Just look at the box score the next morning. Be happy that you got, you know, what, what did, what did Mooney get this week? Uh, seven for 68. Be happy that you got it. Don't care how ugly it was.
1: The the key really is to not watch the game. Not, like, not
0: watch the Bears offense. It'll drive you mad.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, let's do some promotion commotion. But before we do that, we want to tell you about Bet Online. Now, see, this is why BetOnline.net is the absolute best because if you're not betting on a game like the Commanders Bears, what are you doing? Like that's the only reason that you should be watching this game is if you're betting on it. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game that you find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport out there. It is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events including NFL, NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, Kate. Promotion commotion. Who are you promoting from your bench into your starting lineups this week?
1: All right, I'm going to go with a wide receiver that has just been popping off the page, Marcus. I like. I, I think that this guy deserves a spot in your starting lineups, and I don't. I I, I don't think we should. Uh, really question it, especially in deeper leagues. But I'm going to go with Alec Pierce, uh, rookie wide receiver for the Colts, who over the last three weeks ranks as the wide receiver 27, second in yards per route run, which we know is such a sticky metric for just absolutely, um, you know, identifying these stud muffin wide receivers who are probably going to be in for more targets based on their efficiency. Mm-hmm. 16th most receiving yards among wide receivers over the last three weeks. That is more than AJ Brown. That is more than Debo Samuel, more than Mike Evans. Like Alec Pierce is absolutely crushing it. And I do think that uh, based on volume, based on performance, I think that Alec Pierce is, is going to be hanging around here. And I, I'm, I'm totally fine throwing him in as a flex yes, player.
0: I- I think that's a great one. Um, You know, I always like to go with a real deep dive ones here. Some ones that feel absolutely gross. But I got one for you that I like this week. This week is tough. We've got injuries. We've got some players that are questionable like uh, uh, Michael Thomas. And we'll see about T. Higgins. What about Kate? Brashad Perryman. So Perryman has missed the last two weeks with an injury. He is back. He fully practiced this week. Uh, He's going to play against the Steelers who have allowed the most fantasy points to opposing receivers. No Julio Jones this week uh, for the Bucks. We'll see about Russell Gage. Why couldn't Perryman, who's had you know his last two games, three catches for 45 yards and a touchdown in each of those games, why couldn't he have a 5 for 60 and a score this week against the Steelers?
1: Rashad Perryman was on my list, Marcus, so I'm so happy you brought him up. I mean, the Steelers are just obliterated in the secondary right now. The injuries are piling up. Um, there's there's really nobody playing in the secondary. They, they could I think they well have, like
0: – the, the top three corners, Akil Weatherspoon, Cam Sutton, and Levi Wallace, all three outside cornerbacks could all be missing in this game.
1: Yeah, like this could be an absolute free-for-all. The fact that um, I, I believe the latest point spread is uh, Bucks by uh, seven and a half.
0: Oh, it's up to what? nine now
1: it's up to nine. Okay. Uh, but still what? Like yeah. we, we just saw it. I, I think obviously the bills are a better team than the Steelers, but like, I still think, or the bills are a better team than the bucks, but like, my God, this is going to be an absolute free for all uh, for Tom Brady and the Bucks, And I think Brashad Perryman, perfect sleeper. Um, I want to shout out Rondell Moore, who gets the Seahawks this week. On paper, doesn't mm-hmm. look like the best matchup because, actually, the Seahawks aren't uh, allowing all that much to opposing fantasy wide receivers. But Marcus, we know what Rondell Moore's specialty is. It is getting yards after the catch.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Seattle Seahawks, along the fourth most fantasy points or uh, fourth most receiving yards after the catch. Among any NFL team, I do think that uh, one more week without D Hop. I think, you know, we've been seeing Rondo Moore trending up slightly. I, I think in his third game from injury, I think he could have a big day uh, just, you know, as a playmaker, getting the ball in his hands and seeing what he can do in that open field against uh, these Seattle Seahawks. Uh,
0: I, I love it. I think that's a great call. Uh, I'll give you a running back. I think this is a Jarek McKinnon week. For the Chiefs against the Bills. Uh, he had eight carries. Yeah, yeah eight carries against the, the Raiders, fifty-three yards, looked really good, two catches for 19 yards. When they played last year, like he was the running back that they were trying to get out on the edge because he just has more speed than Clyde Edwards Alaire. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a game where the Chiefs try to control the clock a little bit. I actually don't think they want to get into a shootout with Buffalo. Like, I don't think that's the way they can beat Buffalo this year with the way that their team is currently constructed. So maybe it's 13 total touches for Jarek McKinnon and he gets into the end zone, but I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate to play him as like a, what the heck flex.
1: I think that's totally fair. Uh, Marcus, one more question before we close out the show is Taysom Hill, a must start.
0: Yes. Yes. There's just the tight end position is so bad right now. He and we know that when the Saints get close to the goal line, they're going to use him and they're going to find creative ways to get him the football. Yeah, if you're asking me whether I'd rather start him or like Dalton Schultz or Daniel Bellinger or I mean, who who's starting for the Steelers this week? Zach Gentry, Cameron Bray? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, sign me up all day long, and uh, don't don't get too caught up in the fact that it's not the prettiest name. No.
0: It's certainly not the prettiest. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen every day. Now, make your second listen to Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson, who you also know from this podcast, give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts, all the same places that you download the Locked On Dynasty podcast. Follow Kate on Twitter at FFBallBlast. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the rest of the week's six games. I promise it will be more touchdowns scored than what we watched on Thursday. And we'll see you guys right back here on Monday morning.